Welcome back to the Talkie Boys Radio Hour. Last time, Ryan Brickman and friends explored the devious Westy town. They enjoyed a good time hanging out with the docents, the reticents of the park, who are always acting like it's Westy time. However, soon things took a dark turn, and they were attacked in the desert by monsters, but saved by the mysterious Man in Blue. We join them now at a campsite out in the prairie where they are safe but scarred from their dangerous encounters. I don't know if I'm built for this. Herb is dead. Dolly is dead. This guy is all in blue. Who are you, by the way? I'm a private detective. Not um. you. <laughs> the, <laughs> the man in blue. But thank you, Adam Carver, for reiterating just- your job title. I'm, I'm, I felt the need to do it in case people forgot. Right. You should know that I'm a friend, but I can't tell you everything. There's a chance you guys could be caught, and they've got ways of looking into your mind and getting answers from you. And if I tell you everything, it could blow my cover. So for now, just think of me as the man in blue and as a friend. Who is they? Actually, I, I really like the color of blue that you're currently wearing. It's Thank you. It's uh, my, my favorite color. It's, uh, it's periwinkle blue. Okay, good. Okay, Excellent. guys, move past the colors. Who is they? Are are you, are we in some sort of war we don't know about? I'm sure you've already, you've met some of the, the docents in Westytown. They're not all, they're not, they're not all there. There's something wrong with them. It's got something to do with that horrible witch in the park. Right. I mean, we were talking to Jonas before. He said he doesn't have any memory of before he was here. What the shit is that? Yeah, it's a little weird. I don't have all the answers myself, but I've seen some strange things. I, I don't know if I can trust my own memories, but black magic and, and monsters, and it's all so crazy. I, I think it's better for you guys to see for yourselves. A lot of things I, I don't even like to talk about. Uh, how are we going to see for ourselves? Check out the church. They meet there every morning, but it's usually empty all day. I see the witch go in there. She doesn't come out. Mm. Ever? Yeah, someone said she was under the the park, so... She, obviously, she comes out sometimes. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's some sort of door under the church that goes to the to the to where the park is being run from. Anyway, how are we going to get back to Greywater anyway? Well, that's the thing. You guys ought to get to sleep right now. I need you guys to be spry and awake for the challenge that's coming. I'll drive you just outside of the town before dawn, and you guys are going to walk in. Wait until you hear the church bells ring. That's when the park kicks up, and you guys are just going to act totally normal like you're any of the other giddy guests of the park having a great time. But check out that church. I can't do it myself. I, I can't bear to face that witch. I mean, did you have some sort of will they, won't they with the witch? I mean, which is I'm, I'm, I, I understand. I, I have a will they, won't they with everybody in the party at the moment. Apparently, <laughs> wow, even me. Okay, uh, yeah, especially you. We, we just met, but mm, that's what flatter. makes it the best. Yeah, you're, you're shrouded in. Uh, you're new. It's new. It's exciting. It's how it always starts. Mm. Let's bone. I promise I'll see you guys later in the park. You need to get on the riverboat excursion this time. And until then, be sneaky 
Keep your heads down. Find out what you can. Mm. Incogniters. And then I fall asleep immediately. My eyes just close. I'm like, I'm like, I'm narcoleptic. I'm just asleep. I feel like we need. Ryan Rickman goes to sleep. I feel like we need disguises or we need like the opposite thing of like what we were wearing the last time we went into Westy Town. Like, will you have a fake mustache on? Well, the guy who like went down to the lake with us might recognize us. Mm. Not everybody's. I don't know for sure, but I don't think everybody in the park is in on the scary shit. I, I know Dr. Chevy, and I, I, I don't understand whether or not he knows what's going on mm. or whether all the employees know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But as I said, just go back, act like nothing happened, and you're having a great time at the park. Mm. So we're just observing. I like this. We're going to be incognito for Ryan. <laughs> That's how someone, I, that's how I, I Someone uh, really needs to. Can I roll for a fun way to wake Ryan up? <laughs> Ryan, roll to see if your sleep apnea wakes you up. Oh, good call. Okay, hold on. I got a 46. Oh, I'm not what sure are you what I'm rolling it for. To <laughs> see if my sleep apnea either wakes me up or just I die in my sleep. What are you trying to roll under? <laughs> I think I got a 46. I think I'm just still asleep. Having uh, normal, very normal dreams, not based on anything that is uh, currently haunting me. All right, so we sleep. You guys go to sleep. The next morning, the man in blue takes you in his blue roadster out to a part of the prairie where you can just see Westy Town out in the distance. And uh, the sun hasn't quite risen yet, uh, but you guys are feeling a little bit refreshed. You got maybe like six or seven hours of sleep, and you walk back into Westy Town, but it's 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 empty. There's no activity, right? It's it's pre-dawn. Maybe the sun's just coming up, but uh, nothing seems to be happening right now. It's like the park hasn't turned on yet or something. I take out my gold Strange. pocket watch and I check with the time. 5.45. God damn. That's early. We got up this early? That's early. We should have slept in. This is a mistake. I'm surprised there's not someone sweeping a bench or something. Right. There should be sweeping. Where are the janitorial staff? Someone should, should we be, be sweeping like like until... the saloon doorway. Just then, you guys hear a, a the sound of a, of a large procession of footsteps heading in your direction. Dear Lord, is this a stampede coming? I hope so. I don't think we should hide. I hope so, too. I think we just pretend we got up early uh, because we're early risers. I think we add add ourselves onto the end of the stampede like we were with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys see a procession of figures all dressed in red robes. Mm. Oh shit! Walking mm. two by two into the church. Mm. Uh, it's, it, Are they in a hurry? No, they're walking slowly. It seems to be about they're slowly walk. Uh, Forty to fifty people. And uh, as they walk into the church, the last two figures in red robes are dragging like big, heavy black duffel bags with them. Uh, as as the last of the figures enter the church, you see Sheriff Rossi exit the church, bar the doors, stand in front of them, lean against them, and he starts smoking a cig. He doesn't seem to notice you guys uh, over by the entrance of town. Hmm. I walk over to uh, Sheriff Rossi. I take out one of the stogies that Adam Carver so graciously gave me the day before. And I say, hey, Sheriff Rossi, 
Good morning. May I have a light? Wow, if it isn't Raul Sanchez. It is Raul uh, Sanchez. I uh, gotta say I'm a little surprised to see you. Uh, I, I took the car out to the shack where we supposed to meet, and uh, I didn't see you guys there. Yeah. Well, what happened to you? Yeah, you know, at some point I just thought, me, Adam Carver, Samantha Avenue, we are, we're all part of a like a at-home cross-country club. So I just thought, why don't we start running? So we ran here, and uh, I'll tell you, boy, are my arms tired. Can you light this, please? Uh-huh. Real convincing. And he lights your cigar. I'll roll if you need me to, bitch. <laughs> I mean, he knows you're lying. Like, he Fuck you. you up, so. <laughs> you say, what, are you guys all like standing next to the church now? No, I'm not. I'm just looking from a distance, like peeping around the, yeah, peeping around the corner of another building. I don't want that. I didn't want that guy to know we were there. I was trying to be disguised. I'm like, I'm halfway between where Ryan is and where Sam is. What What's happening in there, Sheriff? Uh, it's a church service. It's a private service. No guests allowed. Oh, shit. I meet my, myself am a godly man, and uh, I, I was hoping I could go to church first thing in the morning uh is there gonna be like a regular service after this or buzz off buddy i don't have time for wow wow go 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 seem godly yourself father thomas prick all right i'm gonna walk away hey ryan that looked pretty culty it did did you get any information no sheriff rossi was being a goddamn prick and is there anyone else around should we like try and capture him and you know press him for information <sighs> He's seven feet tall, and which is too tall for Seems a, normal, a little dangerous normal person. I would not to be. like to use all my luck for that. No. Also, you know, as Adam Carver pointed out, he is smoking that of the of a floozy stick, as they call it. So, or I just made up. Yep. Anyway, uh, uh, are you guys are you guys doing anything else? Yeah. Can can we perhaps walk around the church, see if we can like go behind a building? Uh, and then, like, Can we peek in a side window, right? Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, you walk mm. around the church. There are no windows low enough to the ground for you to see in. But is there uh, windows slightly high enough? Like, can I get on Ryan's shoulders? No, 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 no. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay, let's oh, get okay. a big trench coat, Adam, and we'll... that's I was. Yup, mm-hmm. we'll <laughs> be a 14 right foot man. <laughs> but you... this isn't the mall. <laughs> But as, as, you, as you get closer to the church, you hear uh, chanting, and you hear a woman's voice giving a strange sermon in a foreign language that you don't recognize. Mm. Okay. Gross. Well, it doesn't sound Italian. Can I pick any words out of the chanting? Is there anything that's being uh, repeated? No, it's not, it's not clear enough through the walls of the church. Damn. So it's just a, just a rhythmic, one. repetitive chant sound. Well, okay. mm. after after a period of time of that happening, you guys hear the doors of the church swing open, and now out of the doors comes every single docent in the park, no longer in robes, now in their period clothes. Certain faces you recognize. You see Jonas coming out. Uh, you see the bartender. You see the, the banditos from the other day. And, and as more and more docents go by, you also see the gambler. 
walk out oh, uh, as if nothing happened. God. And then behind him is Dolly. And they all walk out and they go and take whatever their usual position in the park is. Uh, jo- Jonas walking by kind of like nervously, nervously waves at you. Uh, the banditos kind of do the same, like, oh, hey, hey, guys from yesterday. Uh, but Dolly and the gambler just walk right past you. And after that happens, Westy Town seems to kick back up. Things are going back to normal. People are moving around. Uh, you know, uh, docents are doing their, their shtick. Dolly is standing over by the horse with her can of milk. Sheriff Rossi has, like, left to go do something else. And, and now the park's just operating as normal. I walk over nonchalantly to Dolly and uh, I try to like come up behind her not to be any weird or creepy but I then take the <laughs> milk out of her hand and I just like really throw it as far as I can like uh, I just like I'm trying to throw it out of the goddamn stadium and I'm just like hey what's up uh, last time I saw you you didn't have an abdomen what happened Oh, good to meet you, newcomer. My oh, name's you Dolly. Son of a bitch. Okay. Thank you for picking up my no, milk. No, shut up. Okay, I walk away and uh, I is that uh, gambler around here anywhere? Uh, he's making his way out of town, but he is like he's like now getting on his horse to leave. Okay, I, I start running towards him. Am I running past Sheriff Rossi, by the way? No, he's somewhere else. No, fuck him. Okay, so I run over to the gambler and I call out like, "Hey, hey, gambler!" I have no time to speak to you, newcomer. I am on my way to my bandit hideout. Yeah, I mean, I didn't assume you'd have time to speak. You would just say that? Yeah, he says that. I just didn't think he'd have time to speak, you know, based on him not having a brain yesterday. I don't know about the nonsense you speak of. Leave me alone. God damn it. Are you you a scarecrow? Let's go to the goddamn bar. (laughs) He might be a scarecrow. Actually, guys, uh, hey, so... Samantha Avenue, I know that you can't come to the bar, and and that's not right. We all know that. But maybe check out the church with Dolly, your partner in crime who doesn't remember anything from yesterday, and we can go sign ourselves up for the riverboat tour. Does that sound like something that's good? Do you like that? (laughs) Sure, yeah. I walk up to Dolly. I say, I'm sorry for my friends. It's so nice to meet another... Another woman of faith. Nice to meet you too, newcomer. I gotta say, I'm waiting for a handsome man to walk by to pick up my can of milk, and then I'm gonna spend the day with him. I kick the can of milk at her. Yeah, take that. What? Oh, nice to meet you, newcomer. My name's Dolly. Thank you for picking up my milk. Yeah. No no sense waiting on men, Dolly. This seems familiar. (laughs) Well, I tell you, my... My two guy friends are headed over to the saloon, but I can't go in there, you know, on account of being a woman. Mm-hmm. So I was just hoping you could show me around. Oh, sure. In in Greywater, we got a library and a church and a library. I've seen so many libraries, but, you know, I haven't seen too many churches lately. I'd love to see your church. Could we please? You guys are going to the church, and and Ryan and Adam are going to the saloon. That is correct. Yes. Okay. Who's this who, who is we, familiar. Who, yeah. Right. <laughs> what are we doing first? What you guys can probably come to the church with me. Do do we want to go to the church? 
with her. I'm asking Ryan. I mean, we can. I don't care. Let's just do something. Okay, we all go to all the right, church. Let's go to the church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys enter the Greywater Church. It is completely empty of people. There are some pews uh, in the front of the church. There is a altar, and behind the altar, instead of a cross, is a large gold-painted throne. Um, okay. In, in front of the throne is an altar. On top of the altar is a bowl, which is ringed with gleaming runes. Okay. There's also a chest mm. in the back of the church. Did you say a bowl or a bowl? A bowl. A bowl? A bowl. A bowl. Not a bowl. B-O-W-L. I ride the a bowl. bowl. He, he really, he has a thing for bowls. I'm going to stay on that bowl for eight seconds. Uh, it's too small for you to ride. Wow. <laughs> you fat shame me now. That's might, it's amazing. It's a B-O-W-L. <laughs> I walk up to the national treasure and see if I can open it. <laughs> You open up the treasure chest, and it's full. It's filled with the red robes, which uh, the people were wearing when they got here. Do we have any, like, backpacks or bags with us or anything to hold some robes? I mean, I'm definitely smuggling a, a robe. Got it. Yeah. Understood. We. S- I think we all should take one robe. We smuggle a robe. Oh, you guys seem to like them robes. Is red your favorite color? It's a nice shade of red, I'll be real with you. Yes, as long as you have no follow-up questions. I'm poor, I need a new cloak. <laughs> Is anything else happening while we're here? Um, I take a knee at the altar and do a quick um, cross praise to Jesus. Uh, you do that. Jesus is happy. Awesome. Thank God. Can I get plus one luck? No. How dare okay. you? <laughs> Should we like investigate the area, see if we see any like words, yeah. inscriptions, anything other than the obvious? Um, everything in here is just the obvious. There's a throne, there's an altar, there's a bowl ringed with runes. Uh, on the All altar. All right, I sit on the throne. I sit. Oh, I was gonna say I'll sit on the All throne, right. but you, you go can right sit ahead, on princess. The throne, Adam, if you want. <laughs> I nope, sit on the throne. There. I'm gonna put on a. Ryan's I put on, on a red now. robe and I and I sit on the throne. <laughs> okay, you do that and nothing happens. Mm. Nothing happens. I pick up the bowl to examine it. It is a ornate black bowl with golden runes that are gleaming, almost like they're glowing. But you know, it's hard. How to am, say. how many rune? Are, are there enough runes to count, or are there too many, like little gems? I. Um, I had I did not consider this. Should we, <laughs> should we steal the bowl? Seems uh, like we could I mean, steal it's... the bowl. God, then we have a bowl in a china shop. It's 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 the size where you know it's like the size of a pasta bowl, so it'd be a cumbersome thing to take with you. I want to ask Dolly if she went to mass this morning. Oh, I I remember coming out of the church, but I I can't rightly say I remember going in. That's mm-hmm. weird. That is weird. Can I roll to see if I can find like any trap doors? Like what specifically what are you rolling for? Like you're rolling The thing I just happens to be verbatim said. Well, we already like tried to investigate and he said it was only the obvious, so. He said there's only obvious things. Yeah. 
Maybe we should pour Dolly's milk into the bowl and see if it opens anything up, you know, guys? Amazing idea. Dolly, yeah. pour it in there. Also, do oh. you have any cocoa puffs or? <laughs> uh, I'll give you my can of milk, but I don't I don't want to touch the fancy bowl. One of you, one of y'all can pour it in there if you want. Oh, be a sport, Dolly. Pour it in. Yeah, Dolly. You don't even remember this bowl. You've got no sense of reverence for it. I, Solid I, point. I, I can't do it. I, I snatch the milk from her and start pouring it in deadpan staring at Sam. <laughs> oh, Sam, I thought you'd be staring at Dolly. Adam, time seems to freeze around you. <laughs> what is happening? Ryan and Sam do not perceive this. Uh, you hear... So, can they see me move normally? Uh, you are frozen in spot as the milk hits the bowl. It vanishes, and you hear a demonic voice in your head. A worthless sacrifice. Jesus I don't Christ. want it. <laughs> oh, my God. Where... Am I? You're now gonna roll sanity. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna roll sanity. Good sanity. That's a D100. Yeah, you want to roll under this time. You want to roll under a 58, or it's bad news. I have 21. Okay. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah. Shit. That was very scary, uh, but it did not damage your sanity. Um, what in the world? Ryan, Ryan and Sam. For them, it just looks like you poured milk into a bowl and it vanished. The, the milk, milk vanished. vanished. Oh, I thought you meant Adam vanished. So am I still in my perceived time No, no, that's, that's over. As soon as the voice, as soon as you heard the voice, it was over. Oh, okay. So now you're All back right. in regular time, and Got does it. he remember what just happened so he can recount yes, it? Yes, 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 he does. Yes, uh, so a demonic voice just told me that I was a worthy mm-hmm. sacrifice. What do you make of that one? Mm, that does track. He said the milk was a worthless sacrifice. Oh, I thought you said I was a worthy sacrifice. Guys, wow. I was too disturbed by the demonic he said, voice. He said the, the milk was a worthless sacrifice. Yes, Sam. Worthless. We sh- gotcha. We should sacrifice Dolly. We should. Agree. Uh, Dolly is let- too big to fit into this bowl. Yeah, That's but like if we, yes. we're gonna throat, said- if we slit her throat <laughs> over the bowl and just let her like blood pour into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus, what are we doing? No, I've never agreed with anything more. Okay, Dolly, come on over. What do, you, do any of you have a knife? What do you do this with? Um, do we not have a knife? Nobody has a knife. No, uh, they don't have a knife. Dolly hears you guys talking about this and and runs away. Dolly's gone. Now. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I take the bowl and I discus it at her milk. head. I could have taken the she's, top of the cut open can of milk and cut her throat. Yeah, she's already gone. She heard you guys talking okay. about murdering her. All right, bye, Dolly. <laughs> hmm. I mean, her voice, her uh, life clearly is meaningless. So, mm. well, that was strange. Do we have any other liquids in the current vicinity? Hmm. Does anybody want to roll for int? Maybe that's like <laughs> what I, I was. That's what I was asking you before. Oh, did they just say that plainly? What I gotta we say, roll for int. I was times. like, I want to look around here and see if there's anything else. That's spot hidden, oh <laughs> and it's not necessary God. because there's nothing hidden. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Chad, I'm gonna roll I'll for roll int. I'll roll for int. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Chad. Who's, ro- who's yeah. rolling? We're all rolling. We get three chances here. I'm not. I am not rolling. Well, I got a thirty-five. Okay. Uh, so Adam told you, Sam, that, that the milk was considered a worthless sacrifice. So you think like, well, what if, I, what if we put something more valuable in there? 
Oh, fuck. Does it have to be a liquid? Or can it be anything? Anything that can fit in the bowl. Do you still have that book from the prior episode? I'm not putting the book in there. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Why not? Um, Okay. Can I put one Indian head coin in the bowl? Mm -hmm. I do that. Such a small pittance means nothing to you as a rich man, but I will honor the contract. Open or shut. The fuck? Interesting. Open or shut. Ask him Uh, what he means. What do you mean? Are we opening a portal to hell? Is this is what's going to happen? Or Ryan, you, you, as you're in this kind of liminal space, and again, Adam and Sam are not perceiving this, you look over okay. at the throne, <laughs> and, and you, you see now that there's like a skeletal figure <laughs> whose bones and skull are covered in gold and gems. Um, I fucking dare you not to change the voice back the rest of the time. <laughs> I fucking dare you. Oh yeah, I don't I don't want to be using this voice. Right. <laughs> oh Great. I loved that. It was so hard to understand what you're saying. But so, like so I got difficult. it. I got it. So uh Ryan, as you're in this liminal space, uh you look over at the throne. Oh, you've told you me this already. No, I rather heard than be Rather than being empty, uh, there is now a figure sitting there. It is like a skeleton whose bones have been like covered in gold, and his eyes are gleaming gems. I just put his picture, and he's sitting on the throne looking at you. Um, and and he just he repeats himself again. Open or shut. Fuck, dude. Fucking open, bro. Uh, you snap out of it, Ryan. Uh, the figure is now gone. I'm gonna um, you roll for sanity, by the way. Do that first. Roll a d100. I got a 28. Yeah, again, very, very spooky. You guys, uh, I don't know. You guys are so such strong mental fortitude. None of you are losing what any happens? sanity points. Mm-hmm. Uh, very spooky, Ryan, and you are disturbed, but it did not damage your sanity. And now all of you guys notice, as if by magic, now. There is a a hole in front of the throne with a passage with earthen stairs leading down underground. I think we should go down there. Uh, well, let me first say what just happened to me. Uh, you, I believe, heard a devilish voice prior putting the milk in, correct? Yes. Okay, well, I, sure did. I did not just hear a devilish voice who gave me many a direction, but I did also see a skeleton person clad in rubies what? sitting in that golden chair right there and now the uh, uh, door to the underworld There's has got him open yeah, yeah 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 right do we go in there or? i mean i i mean we're supposed to go on the river boat but <laughs> i mean i've been to many casinos before i have not depth to the worlds of underworld Ryan, you check your pocket watch, and it's it's still early morning. And then you remember that the excursions begin at one p.m. So, oh, we still got time. Hey guys, perfect news. I know how to tell time. Number one, and number two, <laughs> we got it. This is like the lines at Disney. Let's head into this ride, and then we'll catch the other rides later. Okay, that's okay, specific. So you're going down the passage as you are. Yeah, come as you are. 
Is it dark or are there lights? There anywhere? are torches which light the passage. Torches. Thank God it's gotcha. not Dirk. Thank God we can see where we're going. Is it a spiral staircase? No, it just heads straight down. It's like you're digging just a mine down. in Minecraft and you just go. What are you, an architectural intern? Okay, you guys are going? You go, right? We go. Oh, yes, we're going. Yeah. All right, you head down this narrow underground passage into a tunnel lit by torches. Uh, you, you can see through the low lighting, once you've reached kind of like a level, once you're, you're several feet underground, there's like a level, it levels out, and now you're looking straight down, and at the end of the tunnel is a man in a black suit. You, you think maybe you recognize him as one of the men in the black suits that you met on the train, and he's guarding like a rickety wooden door, and he's sitting down, and he's reading a book, and uh, he has not noticed you yet because you're still quite far away. Whoa. That guy looks kind of familiar. Yeah. I wonder what he's reading. I think it's the guy that I wanted to put my cigarette out on his forehead. What do we mm. what do we do? Should we slowly approach him or should we announce ourselves loudly? I don't know. Samantha Avenue, what do you think the best method is here? We have the robes still. <laughs> oh shit. That's such did a good we point. we all take a robe like I had wanted yes, to yes. do? We totally did take a robe. Awesome. Let's all put on the robes and then yep. approach. All right. See, this is why I Putting asked. The robe this on. is why I asked. I would not have done that. I would have shot him or something. Much worse. It's much more stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put on the robes and walk up to that fuck. So, you guys, you put on the red robes. You walk over to that guy. He looks up. He's a little surprised to see you. You guys are late. All right. Get in there. Get in the circle as fast as you can. I don't want to hear any lip. Go, go, go. We do that. All right, he opens yep. the rickety door. You guys enter an enormous underground cavern. Uh, there's, there's standing torches all around. About uh, a dozen to 20 figures are standing in red robes in a ring facing the furthest wall. Against the furthest wall is an enormous uh, statue of a throne. And, and in, before that is another altar with a much bigger, like an enormous bowl in front of it, right? So you're standing at the base of that. Wait, like a bowl or a bowl? Oh, I think it's a, b- bowl of, a bowl that can fit a bowl. Mm, that tracks. That's definitely a sacrifice bowl. Ooh, I, I'm, I'm down for a sacrifice. I'm not saying this out loud, by the way. We are silent and in the circle. <laughs> All right, you guys yes, enter the circle. Yes, that was my thoughts. Those were my thoughts. Uh, everyone's kind of got their hoods up. They're looking down. You can't really see who is here. And and everyone is is uh, now chanting again, the same kind of chanting they were doing in the church. And but now we can hear it because it is it is in front of us. Yes. Can we understand it? We can understand it. Some kind of strange foreign tongue. Okay. Yeah, but I mean... All of my Roman Catholics out there, I think, will understand this. If you didn't know the songs in church, you could very easily just, like, open and close your mouth, and everyone around you would be like, they know. They know. So Ryan's just, yeah. he's like, la la lying the chant. I'm la 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 yes. lying, yeah, for sure. I also begin to la la la. Through him, with him, in him. <laughs> and and uh, Sam also loves. No, nope, Sam is reading the Torah. Baruch Adonai Elohim. 
He's this is a bot mitzvah. And also with you. A man in a black robe with a golden mask on uh, steps from the shadows. And he places a bowl very similar to the one in the church on the ground in front of him. Hmm. He takes out a bag and empties a sack, a large sack of gold coins. Hmm. And they fall into the brazier in front of him soundlessly. And, and as they fall in, they're consumed by a glowing green flame. Uh, and, and, and once he's done pouring them in, the, the bowl is empty. And as that finishes now, a swirling, spinning portal opens up on the wall behind him. And in the stone surface of the wall, out walks two figures, Lady Arcana, and a man dressed in period clothing emerge from solid rock. This is Do I make you guys do sanity check? I mean, I guess that's not really This is too legit to quit. Yeah, no, I mean, they came out of a rock wall. It's weird, but... Harry Houdini could do that. It's not the same as seeing a monster. Right. David Blaine could do that. I'm not mental. Lady Arcana... Uh, turns to the, the man in the black robe with the golden mask, and, and she begins to speak in her heavy European accent. Oh, how dope would it be if they just did a dance-off right now? This man before you is Thomas Walker. He has already been paid, and he has already agreed. The final step, my master, is your signature. So the man in the black robe steps forward, and uh, he pricks his finger and draws the blood and signs something else onto the contract. And then he shakes hands with that man that she introduced. Uh, oh, Thomas. With the, with the bleeding hand? Yes. Gross. <laughs> it's a blood oath, dude. And then the man in the black robe and the golden mask leaves. And uh, and, and Sheriff Rossi now steps out of the, the darkness. Oh, what a um, prick. And he said, hey, good to meet you, Tommy boy. So you're going to be the new barber here in Greywater. How's that sound to you? And Thomas, uh, who, had just, who had just had his contract signed, says, well, this, this kind foreign lady here gave me enough gold for my new family to, to start a new life. And so I reckon I'll be happy enough to do any work y'all want me for. Sheriff uh, Rossi says, great, that's the attitude we like to hear. Uh, by the way, Thomas, uh, what was your last name again? Thomas looks a little confused. Uh, well, uh, gee, sir, I, I can't rightly recall. And uh, Sheriff Rossi seems really pleased by this. Great, perfect, just checking. Anyway, everybody back to work, back up through the church. We got a big day tomorrow for the lunar eclipse. Mustn't keep anybody waiting. Out, 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 out. And Sheriff Rossi... And Lady Arcana head a different way into a different tunnel that, like, shuts behind them. There are big, heavy iron doors that shut tight. All the other red-robed figures make their way back through the tunnel that you came through and back up the stairs towards the park, uh, including now the new guy, Thomas. All right, well, let's skedaddle out of the, out of the church and find somewhere where you can... Uh hide and stash the robes for later. Alright, so you guys follow the rest of the red robe figures uh, up through the passage back into the church. When they get into the church, they pull their robes off, they throw them back into the chest. You can see it's just more docents. And then they go they go back about their day in, in Westytown. 
Yeah, so I think we, you know, stay behind a little bit so that instead of putting the red robes in the chests, we just kind of stow them away and then walk out of the church onto the main road. Okay, you guys are back in Westytown. Things seem normal or as normal as they get here. And uh, you now have some options. You see Jonas and James Wichisman heading into the saloon. You also see the, uh, the park consigliere Johnny is carrying some books into the library. And that's what's going on right now. Hey, Johnny! He's carrying books into the library? Yeah. Yeah, he's in the library. Johnny, be good! Okay. Look over here. He's, he's in the library. Fuck. Okay, can we go to the library, please? <laughs> what time is it? I take out my, my golden... It's 12 o'clock. It's oh, 12 o'clock now. We got an hour. We got an so hour. So you have an hour, so you guys can all three of you go to the library, or you can split up and someone can go to the saloon. Okay, let's go to the library. Okay. Well, okay, so first you guys are going to the library. Uh, you head in there. Nobody's in there except for Johnny. It seems like he's got some Pulp Fiction novels that he's throwing up on the shelves, and he's happy to see you guys. Oh, it's Raul Sanchez and friends. Uh, I hope you guys are having a great time in the park. Again, as I'm so excited to have you guys here for our big lunar eclipse party tomorrow night. Uh, I just, you know, I want everything to be perfect. There's more guests coming in, so I thought I, I'd take some of the old, uh, you know, penny novels I had at home, put them in the library in case anybody wants to read something. You know, I just, I love this job, and, and I just want everyone to have a great time. Are you having a great time? Oh my god, so much fun. Are there any books on the lunar eclipse? In this library, would love to read up. Oh, well, I am a bit sorry to say that we're a little lacking in the astronomy department, hmm. but uh, I've got some good adventure novels. Or oh, we just got a couple of uh, Mark Twain as well. If you want to read Huck Finn, mm, no, that's racist. Johnny, what did you say your last <laughs> name was? Uh, I. Uh, no, no, yeah, I got it. Anyway, uh, I'm not sure. No, 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 yeah, no, you don't have to finish that sentence. We got it. So, where's your uh, family, so are... though? I'd love to catch up and meet your family. I don't know that I've got one. You know, uh, but but I have a very close relationship with Doctor Chevy, who the owner of bad. the park. He's he's like a father to me, I guess. Oh, jeez, I'm crepes. You've got a wallet, Johnny. No, that they didn't. They didn't use wallets in cowboy times, ma'am. So it would be inappropriate for mm. me to carry one. Just didn't know if you had any like family photos of your father-like figure in you in your pocket or anything. <laughs> Can I see one of those books? Yeah, he hands you. Uh, he hands you a paperback version of Pride and Prejudice. Oh, okay. I I open it up. Is there like a library card thing in there? Well, not yet because it's new. I got I got to get the library cards in there. You know, I'm I got a busy day ahead of me. Yeah, I bet that sounds super interesting. Okay, um, can I roll for int to see if there's anything interesting I'm missing? Um, uh, I got a forty-eight. You, you can. I don't know that int is the appropriate thing to search, but whatever. You look around. Uh, Perfect. Don't see anything useful. You. you it seems like Sam probably got the best book in here yesterday, but uh, you do see something that no one had noticed before. Behind the checkout counter is a wanted poster uh, with a with a sketch of the man in blue on it. Hey, who is that guy on the wanted poster, Johnny? Oh, he's this obnoxious vandal. He comes into the park. He causes a big ruckus. You know, he, he brings real firearms into the park and he awesome. threatens to shoot us with them. Good. And he just causes all this trouble. 
and he's disrupting all of our fun that we're having. I, I hate him so much. Have you seen him lately? Luckily, he hasn't been around lately. But, you know, if you do see him, you tell Sheriff Rossi right away, okay? Hmm. Okay. Well, we really appreciate your time, Johnny. And, uh, you know, have a good time today putting library cards into books. Uh, the, the work of champions. Okay, bye. Okay, so now you guys you still have a little bit of time to go to the saloon before the excursion. Before we walk into the saloon, I turn to Samantha Avenue and Adam Carver, and I say, you know, we could, to try to get on Sarah Th- Sheriff Rossi's good side, turn in the man in blue. I mean, we, <laughs> like, who gives a shit about that guy? He's, he saved your life. I don't care. We almost I mean, cut we Dolly's could. throat open for shits and gigs uh, not a second ago, so. But uh, apparently James Speaking says we of, shouldn't do that. Whatever. Have we have we seen her since she ran away from us? Yeah, nah. She, uh, she went home. She doesn't want to get her throat cut by you. Gotcha. <laughs> Lame. Okay. Understandably so. Well, then can we go to the saloon? Hey, you want to try to intimidate yeah. our way into the saloon with all three of us? That'll be fun. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so great. you guys go to the saloon, and the, the cowboy's out there again, and he's like, sorry, miss, no ladies in the saloon. Only lady I see here Three. is you, brother. Oh, fuck. Whoa. Damn. Now, I am not one to hit a lady, but if you give me any more of that lip, I'll send you back to the nursery with a black eye. I backhand him, and I say, I love to hit ladies. Shoo. And then I walk in. <laughs> What do I roll, James? Let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think I'd get hit. N- nothing that you would do right there would require like specialized skill, right? Nobody's expecting to get slapped in the face. I would just right. roll for intimidate to see if he accepts what you just did. You gotta roll under a 15. <laughs> under a 15? Yeah, you're not intimidating. Oh, boy. Oh, well, I got a 52. <laughs> guys, Her attitude guys, is very believable. Guys, back me up, though. Come on. I, I backhand him. Like, we can Wait, backhand I also him backhand three backhand in a him. row. All and three of us. So he's being, being triple slapped right now. He gets now. triple handed, yeah. Like, and I didn't I work, roll. but you guys will. And I get a 19. I don't know what my number is, but that seems pretty low. You have Intimidate? I don't even know. Yes, I do. I intimidated for my watch to still be on my body. Yeah, you've only got a 15 in intimidate. Oh, fuck. fuck. Ryan's like a soft-handed academic, and Sam's a little lady. Uh, Adam, your intimidate is 60. All right, we'll roll for un- intimidate, baby. 50. Yay. I-, I wasn't too scared about the little girl with the fancy man, but please don't slap me, big guy. You guys can just go in. That hurts my feelings. Let's go in. All right. Sam, you're going to love this place. There's lots of scarecrows in here. Yeah. Oh, God. Try to kick them all. So you guys go in. It's more or less the exact same setup as yesterday. There's a scarecrow in one side of the room. (laughs) I wink at every single person I see. I'm just like winking left and right. Well, you just winked at a scarecrow. You wink at the scarecrow. That's fine. You wink at Jonas. Jonas kind of like smiles and and waves nervously. You guys, again, he's like eating his lunch or whatever. James Wachisman is up at the bar uh, drinking a moxie with the bartender. And he's like, oh, hey, thanks for the wink there, guys. Good to see you again. How was the treasure hunt? Awful. Terrible. No treasure. It, It was interesting. Informative. 
Oh, why don't you guys pull up a seat and tell me all about it? You know what? I think that's a great idea. You two, you two go and talk to James with Chisman. Make sure we're on that riverboat. I'm going to go talk to Jonas real quick. All right, so Sam and, and Adam sit down with James with Chisman. Are you doing the riverboat tonight? I'm going to be doing it again. It's a murder mystery, and it turns out that the cocktail waitress did it with the poison. Hey, hey, she hey, keeps hey, it in her I don't want to know. You did this already. You're spoiling it, you idiot. I wish, Adam, you had just kept going. No, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. I just get so excited because it's so much fun. Suddenly, I'd like a sarsaparilla. Can I get a sarsaparilla here? Yeah, you guys, uh, you get some sarsaparilla and moxie, and you're drinking now with James Wichisman. And he's like, so you said that the excursion was interesting, right? So what did you mean by that? Like three people died. What? Like in, in the game? No, like really fully dead. Like you can actually die on these excursions for real. Head exploded. Mm-hmm. Who died? I can't tell ya. The gambler. I can't tell ya. <laughs> I saw the gambler today. He's not dead. He's trying to cover. It wasn't now the gambler. Now he's not. But you can really die. This is some scary stuff. This is some realistic stuff here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, guys? I, I implicitly believe you because I'm not just the Bible professor at Muncie Business College. I'm also <laughs> an extremely accomplished spiritualist. Interesting. Tell me how you can help. Well, uh, I have here, and he pulls out a necklace that he's got, and, and there's like a little you know, dinky-looking quartz crystal. I bought this from a gypsy shaman. It cost me a fortune, but it's a crystal that lets you harness your psychic powers. May I see that, please? Yeah, he hands it over to you. Okay. I can't believe we found it. The crystal that we've been sent here to find from the higher powers. They told (laughs) us, they told us that we would find it here. Is Sam riffing to try and get his attention more or is she just being an asshole? (laughs) You have been sent to us to deliver this gem. Thank you. And I uh, take it and I put it in my pocket. No, it's mine. Hey, hey, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she just wants to steal everything. <laughs> well, if you guys think that there's supernatural things on here, I have the absolute best way to figure out what it is. And what is that? He takes out, this is called a talking board, and it's it's a Ouija board. And with this, you can contact the spirits of the dead and ask them any question, and they will answer. Interesting. Have you ever done this? Oh, I do it all the time. I'm actually an expert at it. Uh, and I contact the spirits of the dead. And they tell me all sorts of things. Uh, like uh, like that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a good spiritualist and that the crystal is real. Those kind of things. Yeah, let's, let's do it right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we can you show us? contact them right now. Do you have anything? Do you have anything else of value on your person prior, before we do this? <laughs> Oh, just, you know, the stuff they just, you know, my, my revolver that they gave me and my, my, May white, I see my white that, hat. Please? Uh, can I get the crystal back first? When I get back over, is um, James with Chisman going to be naked? 
I would like to ask him about the the woman in the red cloak in the church. Do you go to church? Can I ask him if he goes to church? Do you go to church in the morning? Yeah, I'm a Bible teacher, and I'm a and a, uh, I I also volunteer at the Presbyterian Church in Muncie. But what about like here in Westington? Uh, I don't think that church is my denomination, and and you know I I usually get out of here uh, before Sunday, anyways, because you know I, I like I said I like to volunteer in Muncie. So you don't like know the woman who wears the red cloak and is like Ooh. interesting. No, I don't know what you're talking about, but the spirits probably do. Mm, they probably can you show us how that spirit board works? Yeah, so he lays the Ouija board out on the bar. He's like, and this is called a planchette. And and you see the circle here? It can go over the letters or it can go over yes or no or goodbye. And so what you, I need you guys all, let's put one hand on the planchette and then we'll ask the spirits and they will give us an answer. What are we asking them, you guys? Who should own the the crystal necklace? All right, you guys move the planchette I'm, around. I move the planchette to say my name. Is it what it spells out? S-A-M. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the planchette spells out S-A-M. Oh my God. The Wouldn't you believe spirits it? Spirits have spoken. Amazing. Well, I, th- I guess Does, you're right. You are supposed to have it. Uh, so he he willingly gives it to her. Yeah, he's like, well, I, what what the spirits say, we have to follow. So I mean, please take good care of it. Uh, that 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 crystal really took me on a spiritual journey to get to the place where I am now, which is a spiritual expert, as you can see. And so uh, you know, I hope you'll use it in good health. I keep it. I put it in my pocket. It's mine now. <laughs> just let's just say it's worthless. There's nothing <laughs> special about it. I understand that. <laughs> okay. She just wants that. Piece of <laughs> she wants jewelry. to assert dominance. It could come in handy to, you know, trick another fool. You don't know. Now that you okay, know what that's I have. True. I what is it? But... What is this about the red woman, though, guys? What, what do we what do you want to really ask the spirits? What's what is she up to? What's that woman in the red cloak okay. up to? Spirits, please. Give my friends an answer about this red woman of theirs. And guys, please don't move the planchette intentionally. The spirits are going to answer now. None of you guys are moving it deliberately, but it's, it begins to spell something out. At first, it goes to, to G. Ooh. R. Mm. A. M. B. L. E. S, and then it stops moving. And James Grambles. Like, Grambles. <laughs> James was like, hmm, what does that mean to you guys? Grambles, what does that mean? Does it mean anything to you? I Can I roll for intelligence? I think we Ryan over here and try this again. <laughs> Maybe like another spiritual connection will give us a better answer. No, no, you guys, you don't, you don't want to push the spirits. You got to accept the okay. first answer they give you, so... If if grambles, grambles, if it doesn't mean anything to you now, I guarantee you it's it's gonna come back into play on your journey. I I've nothing. I've never been more certain of anything. This is important. You're dumb. Grambles. Can I roll for intelligence to figure out what it means? Yeah, roll for intelligence, and we'll see what what Adam Carver thinks about this. All right, I'm gonna look it up in my book. Oh. I'm gonna look it up in my book. Gotcha. Anything come up? G R A M B L S. B-L-E-S. B-L-E-S. 28, James. Uh, so at the same time as, as Sam is looking it up, Adam thinks deeply about this and thinks like, 
this is fucking mm. bullshit. James Wachisman is an idiot. <laughs> and uh, Sam looks up Grambles, and there's nothing in the book about Grambles. But he's still, he's nodding sagely. He's like, mm-hmm, Grambles. Grambles. You right. got anything else there, Sam? <laughs> anything for Grambles? What about Gramble? Meanwhile, <laughs> I kick Jonah, and I see if he's a scarecrow. It's 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 you from the other day. I, I'm so glad you're okay. I, I worried something terrible was gonna happen to y'all out there on the prairie. I, hey Ryan, what? Is he a scarecrow still? You know what? I will tell you. I have kicked him multiple times, and I do not think he's a scarecrow. Oh, that's cool. Do not uh, get that right, fucking gonna, pie. I see you over there. We're tr- Do not fucking I get that pie. No, if you get that goddamn pie. Jo- Jonah, I am so sorry. I have an accent all of a sudden, number one. It's and so number good. Two. You both have pie. accents all of a sudden. I'm leaving. Ha- You're embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jonah. I really thought Adam was just going to be like, hey, Ryan, Grambles. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? That means nothing. Anyway. Jonah, uh, so you seem to have a better memory than everyone else. Why is that? I'll tell you, I'm, I'm the oldest docent here in the park, and I, 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 I can say things most of them can't even think, but, but I still, there's a lot of things I can't say. I can't say it. I can't write it. Hmm. But uh, I, I, I want to go on the boat with y'all, but I, can't say why you can't say why i can't say it no shit uh do you know the man in blue i only know that he's a troublemaker here in the park and 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 they told us not to speak to him and if we see him to to call the sheriff right away Mm. well i'll tell you yesterday on that gold hunt i saw the gambler blow his brains out I saw Dolly get her abdomen bit off by a goddamn monster. And now today they're alive again. So I am suspicious. Do you know anything about that? I I know things. Yeah. I can't say them. I know. But yeah. But, but what you're saying happens all the time. Mm, okay. So you can't say them because it's like when you try to say them, your brain like a floppy disk that has been uh, messed with a bunch, you know, when you take the metal part of the floppy disk, you know, because that's definitely happened in the 30s, and you uh, and go back and forth, and you just can't remember, can't do it, or uh, you know what a yes, flo- floppy disk? <laughs> God, Jonah, you're a goddamn floppy disk. Okay, so uh, how do we get you on this riverboat, Jonah? I, 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 I don't. Isn't there anybody you could ask? Mm. Hold one moment. I walk across the bar to James Wachisman, and I say, hey, you've been on the riverboat a lot, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, it's the only excursion I do. I'm doing it again tonight. That's weird. Okay. Anyway, I want to take Jonah over here on the riverboat. I think my time will be best served and I will have the greatest amount of fun if Jonah is with me. Do you know a way that that can happen? Uh, I think if you just talk to the park staff and explain it to them, they're pretty amenable. Oh. I did not think that. 
okay. Where are they? Uh, there's Johnny. He's always bouncing around. Oh, the park. God I mean, damn when we Johnny. line up for excursions, why don't you just grab Jonas and take him with you? I don't know. Perfect. Is okay. Big, is it a big deal? I don't. I. You know what? I'm learning very quickly that it might not be, which is good news for the future. Anyway, and I take out my golden compass and I look at it and uh, <laughs> and it, yeah, and it looks like it might just be almost time to get in line. So I grab Jonas okay, yeah. by the shoulder and I walk out to the main road. So you guys head out to the excursion area. Everybody's lining up. Um, Sheriff Rossi is there like he was yesterday. Johnny's there. He's like, okay, it doesn't look like anybody's lining up to do the treasure hunt today. I don't see Herb here. I guess he left. Yeah, left. And I and I elbow Adam Carver. Let's do the treasure hunt. No, <laughs> god damn it. No, not an option. <laughs> uh, so you guys, you're lining up to do the riverboat and Sheriff Frosty's like, hey, Jonas, you're not allowed on the riverboat, dumb guy. Well, I mean. If he doesn't go, we don't go. Yeah, and we want Jonas to go, so. Let's get into I roll it. for intimidate. Don't don't try to intimidate the seven foot tall sheriff. I tried. Fair. I, I threatened him. Johnny walks over. He's like, what's that? You guys want to take this docent with you on the boat? Come on, Rossi. Why you got to be such a stick in the mud? Let the guests have fun. That's what they're here to do, right? Yeah, come on. All right, but I'll be keeping an eye on all of you. You hear me? Yes, you're saying that very clearly. We have ears. We can hear you. Let's Narc. move on. Mark. <laughs> All right, so you guys take a horse-drawn wagon over to a not-so-big lake not far from Greywater. Uh, There's a sign, and it says that this is Lake Cephalos, and it's a large uh, paddle boat out in front, you know, like from, you know, Tom Sawyer. You got that image in your mind? It's a riverboat. Okay. Uh, It's pretty pretty big. There's a couple decks. Uh, On the top deck, there's an indoor casino and a dining area. Deck two has private quarters where you guys can be sleeping over tonight, as well as some of the uh, the, the, the uh, staff offices. And below that, there's a crew and an engine room. Okay. Uh, and so you guys, uh, you step onto the boat, choo-choo, the boat takes off. It's kind of listing in circles around the lake, right? Because it's not a real river. You know, the, there's a nice casino. There's, there's hors d'oeuvres. There's sarsaparilla and moxie on tap. Whoa. And, and as you guys are settling in and enjoying yourself, all of a sudden, a, a docent dressed as a captain clutches at his heart and falls over dramatically. And then a second docent dressed as Sherlock Holmes comes out and he's like, Aha! There is a murder afoot! Someone on this boat has killed the captain! And it's up to all of us to figure out who. Is James Wachisman around? We should ask his Ouija board if the Ouija board knows who killed the captain. I mean, he already told you guys twice who did it. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the waitress has poison in her in her sock or whatever. Sam says that, and and, ev- and the waitress is like, "Oh, you got me!" You know, every, all the other guests are like, "Oh, <laughs> ruined." Feel bad, like we feel bad. <laughs> Uh, and so the murder mystery is over. But you can still Perfect. have a nice time on the boat. Uh, and James Watchisman walks over. Wow, I've never seen anyone solve the mystery that fast. Oh, that was amazing. Sh- shut up. You shut up. Anyway, 
Uh, you still got that uh, Ouija board, James with Chisman? Uh, I take it with me everywhere, so yes. That's weird, but right on. Okay, let me pour a few sarsaparillas. Take that Ouija board on out. Ah, uh, he takes it out. Oh, Why do you carry with this this with you all the time? I told you I'm an expert spiritualist and psychic. Well, I got you. You're in a important. cult. Understood. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, can I try it out? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I put my hand on top of James with Chisman's hand. I look him deep in the eyes, kind of like I want to let him know that me and him, we could be something. But more so than that, I just like uh, want to make this a, a groovy experience. And then let's see where it goes. Would you like a scented candle there, Ryan? Yes, obviously. You're not consciously moving the planchette, but it begins to move around the board. It spells out T-R-U. N K S T B that it stops moving. The fuck? Mmm. Trunk is God damn James with Chisman. I think you are Ramble and Trunk. You are terrible at this. Uh okay. No, I think this means something. We just gotta figure it out. Yeah, you keep saying that. You know, and I and I grab Jonah's head. Jonah, how about you try it, you crazy old son of a bitch? You and James with Tishman, two NPCs together. See what you get from the the underworld. Oh, I think I see what you're getting at here. And you know, he just kind of completely ignores James with Chisman, and he puts the planchette down on the board, and he and he moves it across the table, and M Y C O N. T R A C T. What's that spell? My contract. F I N D. Find. D U R N. Find, burn. You got to. If you do that, I can tell you anything. So we have to find his contract and burn it. Do you know where they keep it? Jonas takes you guys. out, out on, out on uh, the outer deck, and he's like, "Listen, Doctor Chevy's office is here somewhere, but Sheriff Rossi's always got his eyes on us, on you, Mister Brickman. You gotta get him distracted, and the three of us, uh, maybe we can find it." Number one, my name is Raúl Sanchez. Number two, we are incognitors. No one even knows who we are or what we're doing. Sheriff Rossi is none the wiser. He's seven feet tall. He's in the clouds. And number three, we... Uh, you can see that, like, Sheriff Rossi is, like, completely eyeing you from where he's standing. <laughs> Fuck! And number three, we will find your contract, and we will burn it. Is that a Hamilton reference? Is that... No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. All right. Uh, as you guys walk back into the casino, a, a older gentleman in a tuxedo walks over, and he excitedly grabs Ryan's hands to shake it. Oh, Whoa, dude, oh, fuck, dude. Smashing. No, don't touch. What the fuck? You, you must be Ryan Brickman. Of course I recognize you Mm-mm. from the newspapers. I'm a, I'm a very big fan well, of you're your also radio mistaken. show. Oh, no, you're wrong. My name is Raul Sanchez. This I cannot. Bad. I have said it so many times. Oh, I understand the need to not let everyone on, right? You don't want mobs and autographs and all that. Of course, of course. I won't say anything, Mr. Sanchez. And he taps his nose. By the way, I really like the way you savaged that King Kong movie on your show. 
What a dumb movie. A giant gorilla. Is that what passes for drama these days? Yes. What do you want? <laughs> the name is Robert Chevy. Shit! This is my boat hey. and my park. Yeah. Sup? And and I've got to say, I've always, when I since I've opened it up, I've I wanted to attract a more high-class clientele such as yourself, mm. and I'm so happy to see you here. Are you enjoying my park? Well, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am enjoying it. You know, the riverboat was was ruined for us very... We, well, not ruined. We're just incredibly good detectives, so we detected it very, very quickly. Perhaps the fastest yes. detection that's ever occurred. That was pretty uncanny. A lucky guess. Am I nearby? Perhaps. You are. Hmm. I'm gonna walk up and like link arms and ask to be introduced. And oh, oh, yes. Oh, is this is this your girl Friday, Mister Brookman? I, I mean, Mister Sanchez. Okay, get that right. Anyway, no, this is my secretary. There's a will they, won't they kind of thing. I'm and I take Adam s- Carver's no, no, no. arm I'm gonna as well. Say, I'm gonna say I'm his secretary, and I'm gonna wink my eye, Samantha Sanchez, and I and I <laughs> shake hands. <laughs> and I'm gonna say we've well, had uh, such a great time here. We're willing to possibly invest. Uh, I'd love to discuss this further. Uh, why don't you, uh, Mr. Mr. Sanchez, why don't you come with me into the high rollers room and I'll, I'll give some tickets here to your employees. They can get some sarsaparillas. I've got some interesting characters in there I'd love for you to meet. As he's saying this, Sheriff Rossi comes over. Nah, 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 boss, you don't want to drink with this guy. He's a weirdo. He's been saying weird things to me about the park. And, uh, uh, yeah, he's just bad news. Fuck off, prick. Okay, let's go. Oh, is, is you having some problem with my, with my brave sheriff here? Uh, yeah. Sexism, actually. He wouldn't allow me into the saloon earlier. I, a woman of class and intellect. <laughs> Uh, now, now, Sheriff Rossi, everything's under control. You've got to forgive him. He's the head of security here at the park, and he takes his job a little too seriously. What a good <laughs> chap at heart. <laughs> I don't forgive him. Let's go to the high roller lounge. Okay, so uh, Ryan and and Dr. Chevy and Rossi enter into the high roller lounge. As I'm leaving, I make eye contact with Adam Carver and Samantha Avenue, and I point at Jonah, and I'm just like, I try to get across to them that he must be protected. Yeah, which leaves Jonas and and Sam and Adam in, in the, the main area of the casino. Uh, okay, so, you guys are split up now. I, I, I want uh, I want to take this in turns, which means... Who, who, who's going first, Ryan or Sam Adam? What do you mean? We don't roll for initiative? <laughs> no, there's no, it's not combat. I'm saying I want to hang up. Dirt. I want to hang up on some of you. Do Samuel and, and Adams see, first. See. Okay. Mm. All right, really? so Ryan, hang up. Then. Ryan, get out of the call. Oh, he has to hang up. He I have to get to out of the aware. call? Yes, uh, yes. I want you to not know what's that happening. That is so here. inconvenient. Oh. I'm going to go get another beer, I guess. How do we know when he's gone? Because I'm about to kick him. There oh. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so so Jonas kind of leans over. Now that the sheriff's gone, why don't we check out the second deck? I think Dr. Chevy's got an office on there. 
All right. Do you know where it might be? I don't, but maybe we can find it together. Okay. Let's skedaddle. I am a private detective, after all. So you guys head down to the second deck. It's not too big. You see there's a bunch of, like, you know, rooms for people to sleep in. And at the end of the hall, there's a a, a big oak door with an ornate uh, handle. Is it locked or unlocked? You check it. It's open. It's open. It's open. Oh, okay. You go first, Adam. Yep, I slowly uh, creep into the door and search for a light switch. There is one, and the light turns on. And you can see this is like a fancy office. It's kind of decked out in cowboy decor, as if the person who owns it is a cowboy nerd. Excellent. There's a bookshelf, a desk, a chest in the corner. There's some artwork as well on the walls, uh, and, and there's like a, a bust, a statuette as well. I'm going to go for the cha- the chest first, actually, and try and open that. Yep. The chest has a numerical lock on it, a four-digit numerical lock. Hmm. 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 Shall we ask the, uh, the Ouija board? Uh, that's upstairs with James, which is... Oh, really he didn't cool. come with us? <laughs> also, the Ouija board has, has given you no useful information. I don't <laughs> so know if it has. <laughs> uh, four-digit lock. All right, I just feel like I'm going to try a couple of things. I'm going to try 1920. Nothing. Hmm. You want to look around for hints? Yes. Yep. See if I find anything that's a hint, I guess. Okay, so you can see there's there's two different paintings hanging up on the walls. I walk up to the paintings and attempt to take them off the wall as if to find a hidden safe behind them. Uh, there's no safe behind them, but you see that the painting is uh, the famous uh, painting called The Alamo. Okay. And the the, the bust is a, a bust of Davy Crockett. And okay, I am going to attempt the lock. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the year of the Alamo, I can't, it, it escapes my real brain right now, but whatever <laughs> that year is. I will roll for int <laughs> and see if Adam Carver knows it. <laughs> uh, yes, I'll roll for int. All right, rolling. No, actually, sorry, roll for education, rather. Because this is not a cognitive oh, okay. challenge. What what is is that a same uh, D one hundred? What was it? It was the yeah, the Alamo, and what the, was the other thing? A bust of Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett, huh? Uh, Thirty seven, James. Thirty seven. Astoundingly, Adam Carver did learn this fact in school. Amazing the, that the Battle of the Alamo was in uh, eighteen thirty six. All right, I try eighteen thirty six on the lock. It opens up. Ooh. What um, is inside it? Inside of it are stacks of contracts, similar to the one that you saw underground today. All the the notes are written in strange runes and languages, but you are able to see like a distinct bloody signature on the bottom right corner of all of them. Hmm. Okay. Um. Does the signature like is it like just a dot, or is it like actually a signature? Yeah, it's like someone's name written out in cursive. All right, I search for um, Jonah's name. All right, yeah, you, you search, and eventually you do come across one. It says Jonas Smith. Or Jonas, Jonas, yeah. Uh, all right, we pull that one out, and is he still with us at this point? He is there, he's there with you. All right, and I show it to Jonas. That's it. It's mine. Uh, you want it, this needs to Why be burned, right? Why don't we just right? burn them all? Ooh! You hand you <laughs> hand it to Jonas, and he he rips it up, 
And then it's like you see the light come back into his eyes. And he's like, I'm free. I'm finally free. Listen, listen. They took me from my home. They said they were going to pay me for a year's work. That was five years ago. I signed this stupid contract. I, I think I've died in this park. And they brought me back. I, I can remember everything now. I have a family waiting for me in Oklahoma. I, I, I gotta get out of here. Whatever you want to know, ask me really quick. I, 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 I gotta get off the stupid boat. I gotta get out of here. We don't even know what to ask. Tell us the important things. Uh, I, I don't know. I Who gotta is go. the woman in the red cloak? She's I a roll witch. for intimidate. <laughs> uh, you, you go to intimidate him, but as you do. The door swings open, and 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 Jonas says, "Oh, God, no!" Do I have a match? And in the door, you don't have a match. Uh, in the doorway, I tear is, up all is, the contracts uh, in my hands. Well, well wait a second. Ah. Do that. Someone else is taking your turn. <laughs> no. Um. Uh. So yeah, you reach you reach into the chest to grab the contracts as you see that someone's at the door, and it's Madame Arcana. And, and she sees you guys there, and she just immediately, like, opens her mouth wider than a human should be able to. Oh, God. And uh, <laughs> you guys are now in terrible pain. Uh, hearing these words uh, makes you guys clutch your heads in agony. You're going to roll oh roll for sanity, both of you. Sanity. Dear you want to roll under your sanity. Oh, 88. Ooh, not good news for you. And, not great. Uh, and, and now, Sam. Mm, I got an 87. Not Ooh. good news for either of you. Uh-oh, we are going insane. I want you guys now to roll a D8. Oh, both of you are going to roll a D8. Three. Three? Okay, not the worst thing that could happen to you. So Adam, your your sanity is permanently reduced to fifty five. Is permanently reduced to fifty five? Yeah, from fifty eight. Okay. And you pass out. Dang. And I pass out. All right, I'm passed out. James, do I have a D eight in my regular set of dice? You want me to just roll a D eight for you? Sam? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, Sam, you got a seven. I have two D tens in the thing that I opened. I got a seven. You're, you're... That's bad. Yes. I'll tell you on my D on my D ten I got a zero. You permanently lose seven insanity points, uh, and you so you both pass out, and and that's that's yeah. So honestly, I would have kept you awake, Sam, and you could have torn up those documents had you passed the sanity check. Wait, wait, wait. Should I should I really find my physical dice right now? No, I just did it for you. It's official. You just lost seven points. Of a. You know, I should have rolled the D10 and I should have told you a zero. I should have just gone with it. <laughs> I'm not above che- right. I'm not above cheating, by the way. So you're now Sam is now the least sane person in the park. <laughs> Good, <laughs> great. <laughs> Things are as they always should have been. Alright, you guys are both knocked out, uh, and it's the end of your scene. So Sam, can you get Ryan back on the call? Yeah. And scene. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Sam and Adam. I'm kicking you out. Get out. Uh, Let's uh, okay. talk to each uh, other. Wait for my message to come back. Okay. Please hold. All right. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you don't know what happened there, do you? Nope. Good. 
was worried you were going to listen in on Sam was saying. Nah. All right, so Dr. Chevy invites you in to the high ruler's table. Inside, there's a very nice room with a large poker table. Uh, Dr. Chevy comes over to you, glass in hand. He's like, well, I know you're a man of the law, but I hope you won't begrudge me to have a little bit of a illegal alcohol on my part, will you? No, absolutely not. I mean, you own the place. And if you'd like a cocktail yourself, just ask. We've got a gorgeous waitress who can bring you one. Yes, I want that. Uh, he brings you over a martini, the same as he's drinking, because it's the 30s and you're men's men. Perfect. All right, so you're sitting down, you're sipping the martini. Let me introduce you to my other friends here at the high roller table. This is Willard Sampson. He's a local cattle rancher, very wealthy, mm. uh, and he's often a frequent guest of the park. Hello, Willard. Charmed, I'm sure. Uh, a, a, a hard-eyed-looking old man. He, he, you know, raises his glass to you. He says, good to meet you. Good to meet you, too. You know, I feel like we've already met. I, uh, I, I took a, uh, an encyclopedia from the library, and your name had been previously in it, and, uh, so, I mean, we're basically encyclopedia buddies. Ah. Mm, well, color me surprised. <laughs> okay. And then he also, and, and this here, and he gestures to a, a, a balding man with a, a big nose and glasses and a big mustache, and this is Groucho Marx. Hollywood comedian. Oh, sh shit. Hello. I'm Ryan Brickman. Host of the ah, Ryan Boys Brickman. Radio Hour. You know, Groucho, you should come on the show. I'd love to join you on the show. I really appreciate the good review you gave Duck Soup. I'm glad you liked the movie. Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Wow. <laughs> I I'm just chuffed that I'm meeting you, Mr. Marks. You sit down at the poker table... Uh, you get dealt a hand. It's Texas Hold'em, right? Mm -hmm. You you get dealt the the ten of spades and the ace of clubs, and uh, the ten of hearts is on the table. Your first buy-in is a is a single gold coin, and uh, you go around the table. Everybody checks. Oh, it is a third ten. It's the ten of hearts. So now you've got a ten. You have an ace in your hand. I have three tens. You have, yes, you have three tens and an ace. Yeah, that's a good hand. And it comes over to you. Now, what's your bet, sir? I put in three gold coins. Ah, raising the stakes. What a what a brave man you are, Mr. Rickman. My kind of guy. Well, says, when you have a chin like I do, you have no other choice but to be the bravest man at any table he ever sits. Uh, Chevy calls your bluff. Oh, fuck. And uh, uh, Willard Sampson, I fold. Groucho Marx, uh, too rich for my blood. Ha-cha-cha-cha. And he folds too. <laughs> Just you and me, Chevy. Best of luck to you, old sport. The, uh, the dealer puts down the last card, and it's an ace. Your bet, sir. I check. I'm afraid I must be all in. And he pushes in like 10 more gold coins. Uh, so I have a full house at this point, correct? <laughs> yes, you have a full house, uh, tens and aces. Mm. So, uh, the board is two tens and one ace? Uh, the board, it's now uh, two tens, two kings, and an ace. Okay, okay. two tens, two kings, and an ace? Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. 
he almost definitely has the full house, but with the kings. He put it in ten, you said? Yeah, yeah. And you've already put it four. Right. So you'd have to put it six more. I do that. Uh, you call his bluff, and the dealer says, Okay, men, show your hands. Full house. Tens over aces. Uh, Dr. Chevy flips over. Pair of twos. Two pair. Oh, the deuces. Uh, he pushes the money towards you. Look, uh, Mr. Brickman, clearly you're not the kind of person who can be bullied or pushed around, I see. I mean, not usually, except for if it's your sheriff trying to do so. He's very tall. Well, if you say so, I'll have to have something done about him. By the way, are you enjoying your martini? Hurt him. It's a special blend. It's the house blend. Take out his kneecaps. Yeah, uh... I had a little little bit of olive juice Mm -hmm. to it as well. Have I seen him take a sip out of the same drink that he gave me? You have not. Oh, fuck. (laughs) And just a pinch of laudanum. That sounds like drugs. (laughs) You say, like, that sounds. And then you pass out on the table. <laughs> uh, too little, too late on that one. Do I get to keep the money? I hope so. <laughs> okay, let's get these guys back in here. You all wake up inside Dr. Chevy's office, tied up in a triangle. Your your bodies are tied together. Your wrists are tied together in front of you. And, and you wake up and Dr. Chevy is there grinning over you. And, and Sheriff Rossi is there as well. And he says, you know, I, I wasn't lying, Mr. Brickman. I am a, a dear fan of, of your wonderful radio show. But uh, I must say, what I don't appreciate is when people come into my park to spy on me and say bad things about the park to my business partners. That's something I really don't like. Mm, okay. What did you say, Ryan? Uh, when? When I was drugged? Uh, previously, what well, I will say, number one, do I get to keep the money I won from you, or? It all depends on you. You see, I know why you're here. Uh-huh. And where's what's going to happen from here on out? Okay. You're going to return to L.A. and tell Mr. Dallas that it's a wonderful park, the best time you've ever had in your life, and they ought to invest twice as much money as he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I assume the alternative is a threat of death or something, right? The alternative is you stay in the park and work for me as one of my charming docents. Okay, so yeah, how many of these docents around here have uh, not taken the alternative as it goes? Well, you'll find them here at the bottom of Lake Cephalos. Jesus Christ, okay. Funny, it seems not all your docents have forgotten fully their past lives. What do you mean by that? I just mean funny. Well, you'll know all about it soon. You two are staying here in the park until I receive the next investment from Mr. Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we won't remember anything. The contract writing up is quite a process, and it requires a personal touch. I'm off to the park to meet with Madame Arcana to have it sorted out. You can stay here and enjoy the rest of the night tied up at the bottom of the floor in the office. While you think about my offer. Best of luck. I'm sure you'll do the perfect job that is required. He leaves uh, the office and and you can kind of hear the sound of chains lowering a boat into the water. uh, And then an engine and a speedboat taking off. And Sheriff Rossi's there. He looks incredibly pleased. He's like, now looky. Shut up. Three 
<laughs> Looks like the Shut sheriff up. caught himself some bad. Blah 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 blah. Oh. blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna like I'm up. gonna like silently load around into my gun and I'm gonna shoot it directly at no, his forehead. Your hands, your hands. I'm gonna shoot this Damn. motherfucker straight in the eyes. I wanted to shoot him straight oh, through the forehead and because he just didn't and by him. the way, while you all were sleeping, I went on a little treasure hunt of my own. Uh huh. And he picks up. And he shows you that he's holding Ryan's golden watch. You it's a nice watch. Fucking I think bitch. I'll keep it. Fuck you. That is my father's watch. They built a bowling alley on top of the something or other. I can't exactly remember the full backstory. It's funny that you think you're your own person and you're not just being controlled by <laughs> I really like the oh, Sam is I am my own person, Toots. Oh, the name's yeah. Tony Rossi. And I uh, got all my wits you're, up you're, you're as much your own person as I am. God bless and good luck. God bless. And he leaves and he shuts the door. And, and, he, and you guys are there and you're tied up. And your hands are tied up and your bodies are tied together. <laughs> I'm just yelling at the guy and Samantha Avenue over here is like having real character development. And uh, I don't know. Is, is there anything you guys have to say, say to one another? Yeah. So uh, what happened to you guys? Well, we found the uh, contract. Found the oh, good! We burned our buddy's con. Well, we ripped up our buddy's contract, so he was ripped free. it up. Yeah, they're basically just like enslaved. He snapped out of sure. it. They're enslaving people here, and that's their like whole vibe. Yep, it's not great. They right? I mean, want- it's not. They great. just want free labor. Yeah, right. So it's slavery. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, what Robert Chevy just told us and threatened us with as well. Yeah. And uh, now, uh, you guys, you look over, and the door is, like, very slowly creaking open. Oh, so Who creepy. There? Yeah, we're so scared now. Like, we haven't realized and this place is, is stupid. It's, it's <laughs> the little boy in the red robe. I it, it was you were a, a boy in the red robe? That was is it actually... Well, it's a little kid. Boy or girl, androgynous doesn't matter. That's uh, weird. It's a kid. It's okay. the kid in the red robe from the train. And I, I mouth to the kid... Help me. Help us. So he comes over. Not help you. And he has like an he has a large ornate dagger. And and uh and he gets it really close to, to Ryan Brickman's face. Hello. And whoa, 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 whoa there. Chill out there. Watch my And then gym. he starts cutting the ropes. He cuts the ropes that you guys are tied up in. Uh Thank and then you. he goes around and he, he cuts your hands free too. And then he lifts something up to give back. To Ryan Brickman, and it's your gold watch. He's giving it back to you. Oh, my God. Thank you, little androgynous person. Give him a hug. He's uh, ours now. We love him. I don't hug children. That's um, that's my code. Anyway, uh, what is, uh, what's your goddamn deal? Weren't you with Madame Zeroni? He he says something to you, but in a, in a uh, European language that you don't understand. Oh, gross. Okay. Uh, what do we do now? God, you don't know. You speak Europe. Anyway, uh, what do we do now? And I turn to Samantha Avenue and Adam Carver. Um, we l- well, I look at the child and shrug my shoulders as if to try and like say like, "What do we do now?" Instead of actually saying it to him. Wow, how dare you? Uh, he he also shrugs his shoulders, uh, but he but he waves he waves goodbye Sam, to you guys. No, no, no. I'm gonna ask him what his name is. What's your name? He he says some more stuff to you in a European language, but you don't understand it. Rude. I can understand a European. <laughs> He he gestures to the door and he waves to you and and he says he's got to go and he, you know, he points at his wrist. He doesn't have a watch there, but gesturing like it's time for him to go. 
Okay. Should we follow him? Yeah, we follow him out. We're going to follow him. All right, uh, you guys, you follow him. Uh, there's nothing else you want to do there in the office? Oh, yeah, wait. Before I leave, thanks for that. Uh, uh, but I would have come out with it myself, obviously. I roll in t- just to <laughs> see what's around the office, and I got a... You guys don't need to... Eat. Anyone with any level of intellect can look around a room. <laughs> you want to roll scarred, luck bro. that you find something i'm scarred i look around the goddamn room uh there's there's a desk there's a chest full of contracts uh there's a chair and some artwork oh wait we're still in the the same office yes. let's grab all those contracts i check behind the artwork to see if there's any like safe behind them <laughs> good i <laughs> no, already did there, that there is nothing, nothing, there. There's nothing there god damn it Do they open the chest too? Oh, it was the contracts, right? Yeah, the chest yep. is open. There's contracts. Yeah, we open the contracts. As well as you guys' uh, your personal affects are in there too. The, you know, all your oh, life. I'm going to take all that stuff back. Yeah. We're going to take all our stuff back. And I'm going to grab the contract chest. Is it hold, is it small enough to hold with one person? Uh, yeah. It's, it, yeah. You're holding it in two hands, but you've you picked it up now. All right. I have the contract chest and i don't find anything else around the room uh you just find like some nerdy historical shit like a book about the texas revolution and stuff Hmm. i don't want that okay well then let's leave okay you guys are now what you're leaving the office adam carver's carrying a a big chest in both (laughs) hands like (laughs) yep we're following um little boy red what's the deal with this chest if they destroy the contracts the people will snap out of it like you said yeah, so we destroyed uh, what's his name again? Jonas. Jonas. Jonas's contract, and he snapped out of it and left. Um, he didn't leave. You passed out to see what happened to him. Oh, right. That's right. That's right. He was going to leave. Um, yeah. Okay. So we he snapped out of it, but I don't know where he's at now. But here are the rest of the contracts for the docents, and if we destroy them. Um, they all will snap out of it. I light a match and drop it into the tr- into the chest. Well, that's effective. Uh, yeah, the 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 contracts in the chest go up. Uh, in in a a, a, a a fury of green flames, and they all burn away into ash. And you know, Adam Carver drops the chest. Ouch, that's hot. <laughs> Ouch, that's collateral hot. damage. Okay, can we sneak on out of here? <laughs> You guys are sneaking. You're sneaking through the hallway, and you start to hear the sounds of a riotous calamity happening upstairs. Like oh people are screaming and shouting and pushing and now shooting each other. Uh, Perfect. As 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 a massacre starts to break out uh, on the top floor. <laughs> okay. Well, we may have wanted to think about that one, but that's okay. It's in the yeah, past. Yeah, it's in the past. Move on with our lives. Uh, can, can we? <laughs> We're moving forward. Can we kind of sneak up there, sna- stand behind something? I want to see if, like, I can see where the uh, cocktail waitress is if she's getting murdered or something. Okay. Yeah, you guys are standing now at the top of the stairway, and you're peering over, and you're seeing what's happening in the casino. Docents are attacking the guests. Sheriff Rossi is shooting docents as fast as he can. James Wachisman is cowering under a table. Um, and, and people are being thrown overboard. People are being stabbed with silverware as the docents, enraged that the, the things they've had to be put through, suddenly remembering 
all that's happened to them are attacking all of the guests left and right uh, as as Sheriff Rossi, you know, defends himself, but also like trying to take them out to defend the guests as well. So he's so he's a little just. Yeah. Are there any like tablecloths around here that are red? <laughs> uh, no. Well, that idea is out the window. Okay. Uh, so is Sheriff Rossi, as you said, a little busy right now? Uh, he's you know he's he's shooting people <laughs> with his guns. Does it look like I could probably just go over there and like grab James with Chisman and get out of there without Sheriff Rossi seeing? You can attempt that for sure. I attempt that. All right, roll for stealth. Roll a D100. 48. Uh, Sheriff Rossi sees you. Brickman, what? How did you get it? It doesn't matter. I point at him and I say, attack. (laughs) I only have this gun with pea shooters. He reaches into his jacket pocket and pulls out a whistle and he blows on it. No sound comes out. You guys are really fucking screwed now. Good luck to you, assholes. And he he grabs James Wichisman. Is there a, who's like is the contact uh, or is the cocktail waitress around? Uh, she's she's like at this moment stabbing some guest with a fork. I run over <laughs> and I grab the poison out of her false leg. Uh, her leg isn't really false. And it's not real poison. It's all just a problem. Okay, then I throw that. Fuck it. Okay, I run away. We all run. We run. <laughs> uh, James Wichisman and and uh, and Sheriff Rossi climb into the last lifeboat and lower it down. And he says, so long, suckers. Now start rowing, Jimmy. And James Wichisman Let's just, like, rowing. jump into the boat. Like, they can't stop us from jumping into the boat. As you attempt to jump into the boat, the riverboat that you're on careens and leans wildly, and you all fall to the ground. And you hear a horrible screeching and burbling as tentacles reach up oh God. from the sea Fucking or from the lake. Damn it. Dear Cthulhu. It's Cthulhu. <laughs> In the distance, you can see the shadow. Right, of what it's looks Ursula. To be a, a giant, a giant <laughs> octopus head. And one of the tentacles reaches down and it grabs uh, famous Hollywood actor and comedian Groucho Marx. Oh, no. And it's, it's lifting him above uh, the scene. And he says, uh, mollusk, more like mo, but you don't get to hear the end of his non sequitur because it breaks his spine and throws him into the lake. Dear God. Unfortunate. And, uh, and, and now there are three tentacles coming towards you guys. What are you going to do? Uh... I want to roll for intimidate. No, that's right. stupid. Somebody Don't do that. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. I mean, maybe we just run. <laughs> we're not going to be able to beat the Yeah, squid. I feel like my mood is, do I have my belongings back now? Or have been stripped of my belongings? Yes. As, as, you, as you guys are planning this out, uh, you see uh, one of the guests say, I'm going to try to swim for it. And he, he jumps off the deck and into the water. He immediately gets grabbed by a tentacle. Understood. I try to do I have my shoot gun the my tentacle still? coming for me. Yes, yes, you do. All right, yeah. The th- I'm going to stand my ground, and when a tentacle comes towards me personally, I am going to shoot it. Do any of okay, my... So you're, you're now, like, standing your ground? Then, do any of my... Turn? That's what you're doing? Do any of my comrades also need my protection? I have five real rounds to shoot tentacles, and then we'll be out. 
How effective are the bullets? They're real ass the... bullets. They're real. You take an at- a defensive stance, right? Just then, the man in blue jumps out in his blue suit and his blue mask and his blue hat. And he says, listen here, Brick Minute Pals. One of you guys has to get up to the helm while the rest of us try to try to fight off these tentacles. Perfect. I run to the helm. And I stand ground. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's see here. Uh, based on you guys, I'll have the, uh, the monster go last. Sam, you can take your turn first. I shoot at the tentacle and I run to the helm. I roll a d100. I got a 43. That hits. Roll for damage. Uh, 1d10. I get a 5. Alright, yeah, the, the, the tentacle takes a lot of damage. It's like still gnarled, but it's still coming towards you. And, and where are you running to? I'm gonna run towards the helm where I think Ryan Brickman is. That's correct. Okay, uh, then it's Adam's turn. Adam, what are you doing? Woo! Uh, well, I can't shoot at it. Um, I only have my pea shooter, so that's not gonna do me any good. So I will also, um, I will run towards the helm and I will dodge any attack that comes into me because I think I have some dodge. All right, you're gonna do like a dive then. You're gonna dive away from the tentacle. Yes, if it if it attacks at me. Okay, we'll just say you're diving. Uh, roll your dive. Roll a d100. 29. All right, so you, you, you dodge away from the tentacle, so I'll say it's got a severe disadvantage uh, if it tries to attack you. Ryan, it's your turn. I've been running towards the helm. Do- All right, it's going to take you one turn to get there. I do right. that. Now it's the it's Sam's tentacle turn. It's totally all bloody, but it's going to try to it's going to try to grab you, Sam. Mm, I will attack back. Okay, so roll your fighting brawl. I'm rolling a D100. Which I believe. Yes, if you want to get under a 25. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I try and just dodge it, what do I have to get under? Uh, a 30. You know what? We'll go for the 25 one. That's fine. I'm not against cheating, you know? So. Okay, well, uh, are you cheating? Oh my god, I'm not, but I got a five. Okay, no. yeah, the tentacle swipes at you and you dive out of the way. It's the honor system here, folks. She parried, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, oh, parried. You, oh, you parried. Oh, so what are you doing now? I mean, I guess I want to... Sh- Shoot it because, like, I don't have a knife or anything to slice it off, right? Yeah. That would be like the thing. Well, you could always, you could look, you could look around for one. Is that a whole turn? No. Roll your luck right now. What's? You're very lucky, so. It's funny. I got a fifty-six. Yeah. Oh, well, you look down, and there's a butcher's knife from the the riot right next to you. Yeah. No, I wanna, I wanna chop it off. All right, now Sam, you're going to want to uh, you're gonna you want to roll under a <laughs> roll under a twenty five again to see if you can slice this thing with your knife. It's a seventy eight. Yeah, I'm rolling a real dice because that feels more authentic for me to die with. No, I I, I love it. Yeah, uh, you, you 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 block its attack, but when you go to strike it back with your butcher's knife, uh, you miss because it's a wily little tentacle. Now there's a tentacle attacking you, Adam. What do you want to do? I'm gonna try and fight back. Punch that octopus. 60, baby. Yeah, so you, you block its attack, and now you're attacking back. How are you attacking back? I'm attacking back. Um, uh, I can... Can I take the knife from Sam to attempt to slash at it? No, you're not standing in the same spot. Okay. 
Um, can is there anything around me that I can use or f- try to find? Roll your D100 again for luck. Oh boy, 23. Yeah, there's a fireman's axe in the emergency cabinet. Ooh. And you smash I'm grabbing it. that. You grab that. Okay, I'm grabbing now, that. Now you roll another D100 to swing it. Swing it at the tentacle. 12. Uh, yeah, that hits. And now you roll a D10, 1D10. No, 1D10 plus. Well, 1d10 and a 1d4 at the same time, because you're such a strong guy. A 7 for my d10, mm-hmm. and a 4 for my d4. Yeah, you cut the top of that tentacle right off, and it slinks, shoots back into the water. Yes! Nice. Success! Oh, but the tentacle that was going after Ryan now, like, turns its attention towards you. And it's oh, dear lord. Another attack, and Good do you luck, want bro. to parry, or do you want to dodge? I'd like to dodge this. Three. Wow. Yeah, you fucking dodge it like yeah. Neo in the Matrix. You're amazing. You, have, you are dexterous like a cat. I am. I have fighting ability. All right, Ryan, you get to the helm. You are now in control of the ship. Okay. What are you doing? What do I see in front of me? Uh, you see in front of you the shadow of a giant octopus head. You see behind you, uh, not far from there... The shore, which leads back towards Westytown. Okay, so I just roll this goddamn helm all the way to the right, and I try to turn us around. Oh, actually, do I see, like, is there a reverse option? Uh, there, Yes, there is also, like, that, you know, the, I have no idea what any of this shit is called. Sorry, I should have learned about boats. But you know that lever in the movie Titanic where you can push yeah. it forward and push it, pull it back? Yeah, there's, that's the Okay, so spectrum. instead the of trying throttle. to turn all the way around, I slam it into reverse. All right, the boat is now moving into reverse at high speed, but that makes everyone but Ryan have to take a, uh, I'm going to say, take a strength check to see if you fall to the floor or not. So it goes. Okay. 23. Yeah, Adam's fine. It's nothing to him. He's the fucking ultimate badass. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> I am a stone statue. Mm, 24. Woo! Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, you both are both on your feet and you're fine. They've been surfing for years. But <laughs> uh, three more tentacles now emerge, right? So there's four. No, there's five now. Four healthy ones and one wounded one. Okay? And now it is Sam's turn. What am I up against currently? Uh, in, Multiple in, tentacles. In, in the place where you are, there are five tentacles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but two of them seem to be focused on Adam, and three of them are just kind of attacking generally. None of them have attacked you yet. I picked up a butcher knife, so I will butcher knife swing at that one again. What? Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> butcher knife swing at that thing again. <laughs> I got a 24. Amazingly. Yeah, you hit. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll send you a picture of this because I'm uh, honestly... Alright, roll a 1d6 for your little knife. You son of a bitch. <laughs> a d6 is a regular dice. And I got a 5! Yeah, and you lop off the top of that tentacle. Yeah, it slinks back into the water. Baby. And And now it's Adam's turn. Give me, okay. give me another turn. I, I'm ready. <laughs> I will be. Um, uh, okay, so is there a tentacle currently attacking me? There is one. The one that was attacking Ryan is now focused on you. And 
there now. There are, there are three other tentacles. I will be attacking that one with the fireman's axe. Okay, roll a d100. Two! <laughs> yeah, that hits for sure. Roll a d10 and a d4. We are immortal rolling beings! Yo, yeah, this is crazy. Ten actually. and four. <laughs> yeah, you lop the fuck off of that tentacle as well. Yes, success what? again. What is going on here? This is nuts. <laughs> One tentacle turns its attention to the man in blue, and it goes to grab him, uh, but he, he the tentacle misses, and, and, he, and he dodges it. And now uh, it's a different tentacle's turn. This one is going to attack Samantha Avenue. Uh, and it hits. So, you or, well, it, it's going to hit unless you can dodge it. I'll try and parry it. I'm feeling frisky. It's a 13. <laughs> no way. Are you cheating? I swear to God, like, I... There's no tension because you guys are amazing rollers. No, like I want. No, I'm trying so to kill one of you. The thing is, like I roll, I roll it, and I like stop it from rolling off the table. Yeah, but All right, you stop it on a good number, right? No, like I, I don't. <laughs> one in a hundred chance. It's not our fault, James, that the authority is on our side. All right, the last tentacle is worming its way towards the helm to attack Ryan Brickman swings to hit him uh, and it will hit him unless he dodges or parries. Here's where our luck runs out. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brian at least is a bad roller, so that's good. That, works. that is I, true. But he's, the only, he's the only one I can't kill. <laughs> Brian's the only character wearing plot armor. So I suppose I'll try to parry because I have a better okay. chance of doing that. I get a 39 and I ain't joking ya. Yeah, you block it, and now you move to attack again. Roll the D100. I got a 24. I honestly wanted it to be terrible, but it's not. sons of bitches. (laughs) We're definitely not cheating. We're such honest people. And what, I I guess now you're attacking to punch it, right? So roll one, one, two, three to punch the tentacle. (laughs) Punch it. Adam, roll three. three. You're fucking right, it's Okay, yeah, you punch the, the tentacle really hard, and uh, it seems to take some damage. Take that, Cthulhu. <laughs> All right, and, and at that point, the boat slams into the shore, right? Because you weren't that far to begin with. The boat crashes into the shore, and you all are almost knocked to the ground. You're all going to roll a D100 against your strength. I... <laughs> oh. 25. 22. You guys don't even roll a real D100. I got a 27. This is unreal. Yeah, you guys are all fine. Uh, you just, you know. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We're watch stone this. Statues. Watch this. Watch this. This one doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter at all. And I'm going to press roll. Watch. Watch this one. 98. <laughs> I, like, honestly don't even remember what it's for, but people have been sending in pictures for proof on things. And if you want me to send a picture, honestly, it's very close to a one. My 27 is so close to a one. That's, is that better? I like that so much. Is a one better? Or? You're, a you're one all is fine. Definitely better. Yeah. Nobody fell down. This whole encounter to you guys is, is only about as physically rigorous as like a soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> With the same level of should danger, we, really. Should we roll for sanity? <laughs> 
At this point, the man in blue says, you guys, we gotta get out of here. And he leaps off the side of the boat, uh, which is crashed now. And even though it's on the shore, it's sort of like sinking back towards the water, right? Because it's taking on water. And he jumps off the boat and he kind of rolls around and then he just starts sprinting away from the boat. Uh, and now it's Sam's turn. I am going to jump and I'm going to... Okay, well, first I want you to roll your dexterity to see how well you're jumping. You have people add to know it is a 94. Okay, yeah, so you do not land on your feet. You land flat on your face uh, and you take one point of damage, but you are off the boat. And now it's Adam's turn. I will give my old buddy, old pal Ryan, a hand. Right, so you're attacking. You're attacking one of the, attacking one of the tentacles. Yes. Thanks. Sixty. Yeah, it hits. Three and four. Okay, so you do some serious damage to that tentacle, but it's still up. Uh, Ryan, oh, it's gosh. your t- it's your turn. I run down from the helm. To exit the boat. All right, so you're now running towards Adam's location. Uh, the tentacle that was just wounded is going to take a swing at Adam Carver, and it hits. Oh. So, Adam, are you going to try to parry or dodge? I'm going to try and parry. 48. Yeah, you parry it. Now are you going to roll to attack with your axe? 81. Yeah, uh, you miss. Dang. And now... This is a podcast, uh, the, oh, Adam, okay? We need YouTube... Like and subscribe type reactions. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> now, <Dang>. <laughs> now <laughs> one, of the te- one of the tentacles is attacking Ryan Brickman, and it hits. Fuck. So I'm going to try to parry. Roll. I get a 62, so that fails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the tentacle hits you. Fuck. And it smashes you up against the wall. Dick. You have 10 hit points, but not anymore. You just took three damage. You have seven hit points. Gross. You could have got a lot worse. Again, ridiculous, the rules you guys are getting. Um, <laughs> another tentacle is coming at you, uh, Adam Carver, and yep. it, it fucking misses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your turn, Adam. Oh, let's dive off the boat. Let's dive off okay. the boat. Roll your decks. 21. Okay, you jump off like an action star, and you, you land with one knee like a superhero. Oh, hell yeah. So gratifying. And Ryan, it's your turn. I dive off the boat. Mm-hmm. Into the water. Uh, is that the only choice? I thought the land was no, a choice. No, you can also jump onto the... You're going to dive into land like a swan dive. Like, <laughs> I mean, isn't that what Sam did? That would ensure his character death. <laughs> uh, so are you, are you, are you getting into... Like Olympic diver position to jump onto the land? I don't know. What what is <laughs> I assess the situation. What's the safer way to get off this goddamn boat? <laughs> Probably trying to land on your feet, I would guess. Then I do that. Okay. <laughs> you jump off. Roll a D one hundred. I get a goddamn five, James. Woo! Yeah. I'm Rick goddamn You four. also land perfectly. So the three of you watch in terror. <laughs> Adam Carver and I high five and just say to ourselves, boy, that was easy. As more uh, more of the other the other characters on the ship try to jump off, some of them make it. Others land in the water and are pulled under by tentacles. The entire boat gets wrapped up in multiple tentacles and dragged back into Lake Cephalos. And, and no one knows how many people were probably lost just then when the boat 
was dragged under. But you guys, for now, are safe, Mm-mm. but a little bit injured. And, and, and you're limping in the dark back towards the lights of Greywater. That boat, that boat should have rolled better. Yeah, it needed some strong uh, stone stance rolls. <laughs> Will Ryan Brickman and his friends defeat the evil forces attempting to hold them captive in Western Town? Will they solve the mystery of the man in blue and the mysterious Madame Arcana? Will they escape the park with their lives enough to tell the tale and get back to their freewheeling hedonistic lives in L.A.? All these questions and more will be answered on the final episode of Talkie Boy Radio Hour Part 1. Wait, that didn't make any sense. All of this and more... (laughs) All of this and more will be answered on Episode 3 of Talkie Boy Radio Hour.